years since uh, the Wisdom Wednesday podcast uh, came alive. And I used to post things on Facebook and the different social media about Wisdom Wednesday. So I decided to do the podcast. So I hope you've been enjoying that. And if you have, if you indicate that on your Facebook, um, on my my Facebook page, I have a book that I want to give to four people. Uh, It's called Starting Over. This is done. This book was done in the heart of, uh, of the pandemic. It was myself, two amazing friends, uh, Mr. Randy Scott, excuse me, Mr. Randy Wright, and uh, Miss Brenda Scott. We came, uh, collaborated together, and we thought that people were kind of depressed. They were having no hope because of the pandemic. So we said, let's bring a book out about starting over, and if not now, when? And it has like a little, uh, some strategies of how you can start over. It's not, uh, it's not the end of the world. You can still experience a wonderful life. So I would love to have that book in your hands because I think you will be blessed by it. And you see the little uh, chess strategy games on top. And it's just an opportunity to know that, you know, as long as we have breath in our bodies, we can begin and do things that we've always wanted to do. Uh, it may take us a little longer, but guess what? It could be done. So with that, and please uh, let me know that you do enjoy the, the podcast. Uh, I missed you guys last week. I was on vacation, a well-deserved vacation, my husband and I. But I missed the podcast, and so I hope that uh, we're back in full swing here. Uh, like I said, October is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And last year, in 2021, I had a lot of uh, breast cancer survivors who shared their stories and was able to say that cancer is not a death sentence, that they were able to have wonderful life after cancer. So you can look at some of my previous podcasts right here on Wisdom Wednesday Podcast Group. And you can also listen to it on the um, um, Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast and the other platforms where you can enjoy those podcasts where I always say wisdom nuggets for everyday living. And with that, that's the commercial part. Let me just officially introduce my wonderful and amazing guest and friend, Cassandra Reed. I should say this is like part two. Uh, We wanted to talk about how she's going to discuss how to have a holistic approach about the mental illness. And so we know that it, it is real. It's in our society. And that uh, I've always heard there's a thin line between sanity and insanity. So we have to make sure that we take care of the entire body to make sure that we keep our mental state uh, intact as well as our physical and spiritual. So with that, Cassandra, I welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, my dear? I am doing well. <laughs> I am doing well. You're looking great. Why don't well, you introduce, you. Your, if you don't mind, uh, yourself to the audience you know, getting back okay. from the vacation mode, I'm still a little. <laughs> so why don't we just turn it over to Cassandra to introduce herself? Okay. Well, I am a holistic um, health coach. Um, I just recently gotten um, active in promoting my business. It's been around for a long time, but actively not involved in building it or anything. So this year I um, became dedicated to um, pushing my business and getting it to grow. I'm certified as a, a holistic health coach through the Association of Drug um, Drugless Practitioners, which means we believe in using the natural approach to um, aiding in illnesses and sicknesses and diseases. Um, So that's basically what I do. I motivate, I coach, I um, offer solutions with a food approach as medicine. Also um, herbs and concoctions and tinctures and things like that, that our Lord has provided us in nature. So um, it's my passion and um, I'm just living my life like it's golden through this practice. So. Awesome. And I hope that it um, today it benefits you with the information that I want to share. I'm sure it will. Well, let me just start. You know that I had uh, a couple weeks back, I had a, a dear friend of mine also where she said, she's great, write a book, uh, crazy, didn't get me, you know, I'm living my destiny, where she lived with um, uh, mental illness in her family. 
and how she said she's not going to be quiet about it, that it's something that we need to talk about. We need to be aware and know how to respond and recognize that. So do you agree that mental illness is a real disease, if you will, just like diabetes or just like high blood pressure, you know, is it a reality, right? Of course. Um, Being that our mind and our emotional um, well-being is connected to our health Mm -hmm. and in the holistic community, we believe it's connected to the gut where all illnesses and diseases are connected to the gut. Mm -hmm. You can't treat the body unless you address the gut. And a lot of people that are into running to the doctors without um, ever uh, exploring the natural approach to health, they don't discover um, the joy and the benefit of no side effects by um, doing natural approaches. And it's slower. I do um, say that it's slower, but it doesn't have the side effects nor the... um, effects that medications and pharmaceutical medicines bring to our bodies, which are so strong and they are out of their natural state. They are derived, matter of fact, from natural products, but in a more concentrated um, volume. Mm -hmm. So that's where the side effects come from, the kidney failures, the liver failures, and all of that comes from, or the weight gain from steroids and things like that. Recording in progress. And, um, oh, that was your message. Yes. <laughs> and so that's that's uh, what we need to, as a body of people, get mm-hmm. back to our the way the body was created and what we, we were designed to uh, consume. Mm-hmm. How do we get so far away from that? You know, this is what uh, we should do. And with society dictating you can do this, fast food and you know, make it convenient for the, the mother or the cook. I mean, we right. just went to the other extreme, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Because we want everything quick, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> we want immediate results. <laughs> and so, therefore, we got immediate problems. Yeah. And, oh, I <laughs> like you know, every debit has a credit. That's right. So, when you... Um, when you do that, you got to know the flip side of it. Yes. You know, there's yes. always two sides to everything. Right. So when you go quick, that's what happens. Yes. Haste makes waste. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. often say this, that our, our, our health is our wealth. And so many times we don't have the health part of it because of what we've done to our bodies. Uh, can yeah. you explain how exercise could be a holistic approach to being um Uh, mentally um, healthy? Um, Yes, exercise. Mm -hmm. uh, Research has proven Mm -hmm. that people who exercise regularly have better mental health and emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. Exercise improves your depression and anxiety. It helps to um, relieve stress by getting rid of the stress hormone cortisol. Mm -hmm. And we make that hormone every time we're angry, frustrated, um, have fear. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of things that cause you to have cortisol in your body. And your body can't eliminate cortisol Mm -hmm. without exercise. Um, Exercise also improves your cognitive thinking, your brain health. It improves your circulation. I could go on and on. It increases... um, serotonin Mm -hmm. that's responsible for your sleep uh dopamine that's uh responsible for just a feeling of Mm well-being um it improves your neural transmitters um it also helps with mental health you Mm -hmm. know it gives you a deeper relaxation clarity um Mm self-esteem and it increases your spiritual connection as well wow now, so that's a lot that exercise does. So if you're a person that uh, do not exercise, those are the things that you're lacking to feel well, like you are have a well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, so exercise, no matter um, what le- level you get to, mm-hmm. you need to exercise, whether it's just moving in a chair, whether it's just walking from room to room at a slow pace, yes. whether it's just sitting in a chair, taking deep breaths to where you're, um, making your stomach come out mm-hmm. and then um, 
when you um, take the breath in, your stomach is supposed to uh, push out. Mm -hmm. And when you release it, it's right. supposed to sink in. Wow. So you could do that for 20 to 30 minutes. That will give you a lot of oxygen, just like moving sometimes. Yeah. So it's a lot of people that can't move due mm -hmm. to um, their ability um, for movement in their joints, you know, mm -hmm. sore joints, inflamed joints, broken limbs, mm -hmm. or just an illness or a disease, right. keeping them from being mobile. Yes. So it doesn't take going to the gym per se. You were saying do these no. things right in your own home, you know, so we're right without excuse, right? Right. I love that. You yeah. know, I know a lady, mm -hmm. I think she's about 82 years old and she loves to dance. And that's another way of uh, remembering the yeah. steps that kept her memory going, you know, and then it, she was able to move. And so she looks like she's about 60 something because she's got that activity going on with yeah. her body. You know, that's, I, that's my favorite go-to is dancing. Mine when too. the music come on, I can't be still. So that's me. <laughs> me too. Me too. I know. I used to teach out dancer size. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about uh, music and meditation? Um, music and meditation helps. Um, to me, music has the power to improve your mental health because of the hertz, which is a scientific um, um, term. Mm -hmm. um, it has to do with the vibration. Mm. And we are full of electrons and neutrons and protons. And those vibrations really help to relax us. If you choose the right um, music, right. you can choose a music that um, can move you into anxiety. So it's important to choose something with low hertz for meditation. Mm -hmm. um, and meditation, mindful meditation, is just thinking of um, positive things, mm -hmm. put on your music, do deep breathing. Yeah. Those... Um, um, activities cause your brain to create hormones mm -hmm. that relax you naturally. Wow. You know, for people that stress out and mm -hmm. they think they got to run away from their problems mm -hmm. or leave their family or quit their job. Right. Sometimes you could just get to a, what they call your prayer closet mm -hmm. um, or just an area where you can listen, go to your car, even drive away. I've done that. <laughs> get in the car, turn on some nice, quiet music, park somewhere mm -hmm. and just deep breathe and listen to music. Wow. It's really effective and calming the mind. Yeah. It made me uh, think of uh, in the Bible, uh, Cassandra, remember when uh, King Saul uh, was disturbing his uh, body and mind and he had uh, David to come and play the, the music yeah. so that it could soothe his mind and soothe his yes. soul. So it, it's biblical too as well. You it know? is biblical. <laughs> and, and, and what what where does the presence of God dwell? Mm -hmm. in, the in the midst of praise. So you can turn on praise music. Yes. You know, all of that lifts the spirit, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And that's yes. totally different from being uh, mentally ill because mm -hmm. a lot of people that are suffering or have been diagnosed with mm. manic depression, schizophrenia, and mm. the um, uh, what is it, anxiety, mm. and things like that. Yes, um, they're at the point where they have went over the mountain okay. with the hormones mm -hmm. or lack of amino acids and things like that that mm -hmm. help the body to function mentally. Okay. Um, and I'd like to talk about that, um, Mary. That's called the um, enteric nervous system. Okay. So inside your digestive system mm -hmm. um, is what the holistic community call your second brain. Mm -hmm. So we have this brain. Yes. And we have the gut, which is our second brain. And in your gut, you have like a um, hundred million nerve connections from your esophagus all the way to your rectum. Wow. And the gut has an intimate relationship with your brain. Mm -hmm. And you heard of that phrase, um, listen to your gut feelings. Yes. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. That shows you there's a relationship right there because mm -hmm. you feel it in your gut mm -hmm. when you should do something right or 
avoid doing something wrong. Right. You feel butterflies in your gut when you are afraid or in love or <laughs> just experiencing anxiety. Yeah. And um, it's uh, studies out there where scientists have um, realized this connection between the digestive um, system, your mood, your health, and the way we think. Wow. So all of those connect and that's called the enteric nervous system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Um, what we do as a holistic community is mm-hmm. focus on that second mm-hmm. brain mm-hmm. because I believe that a lot of times when you go to psychotherapists or just um, counseling and things like that, yes, you don't, you avoid, I shouldn't say avoid, <laughs> but your first reaction is to treat the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So you're treating, I feel depressed. I feel this, I feel that. So if it gets to an extreme where you can't function or go to work or be with your family, they put you on medication to deal with it without ever addressing what about your gut? Because how do I know it's not my gut making me feel that way? Why is it me or my mind or my emotions making me feel that way? So it's so connected that you can't just say, it's your mind without saying it's your gut. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of us here present today have had irritable irritable bowel, diarrhea, um, just pain in the gut mm-hmm. or heartburn and things like that. And we think, and it's a lot of people say, you, you're stressing too much or you need to get somewhere or you need a vacation, you need this. Mm-hmm. But they never address the gut. The gut. Mm-hmm. And in working, now the gut is something that is becoming my specialty because I'm doing a lot of um, uh, work with clients with the gut. Okay. I'm um, treating people with worms who are actually expelling worms. Wow. There are certain worms um, responsible for mental health that mm-hmm. doctors aren't addressing till mm-hmm. um, the recent decades. Mm. Um, there's hook uh, worms, there's fluke worms, there's tape worms, there's hair worms. There's so many worms that can enter the cerebrum uh, fluid mm-hmm. and cause mental illness. Wow. And by keeping that gut clean and keeping yourself um wormed at least once a year, Mm -hmm. um, you can avoid certain things like that that would cause the mental illness factors. Yes. Wow. You know, it's just amazing how our bodies are designed that uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with what we put in our mouths. Can you speak about the nutrition value of a holistic approach to the mental um, state of mind? Yes. um, Well, what I would um, say is Mm -hmm. when you want to improve your gut health and you improve your mental health, Mm -hmm. you have you'll you'll improve both by what your mental health Mm -hmm. you have. You'll you'll improve both by what you put your mental health have. You'll you'll improve. What is that? By what you put your mental health. Mm -hmm. What is that? I, I think when I went to face when I went to Facebook, let me let me what is that? Hold on, hold on. When I went to Facebook, okay, hold on. Okay, sorry it's about like that. A, it I know. has me in uh, circulation oh, here. Right, I know. In the loop of saying the same thing, yeah, I know. Sorry about that. That's okay. Let me see something. I'm just trying to get to a um, my notes here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I was saying is. Um, you can't improve your gut health without improving mental health. Okay. So it's safe to say that um, they both affect each other mm-hmm. because if I'm thinking depressing thoughts or let's say my I lose my job and I'm getting ready to lose my home and yeah. things like that, situations happen. Yeah. Right. And I get nervous on the inside of my stomach. So now I can't eat. 
I lose my appetite. Mm -hmm. I have um, diarrhea. Mm -hmm. So that's going to affect my whole body as a whole because mm -hmm. now I'm not getting my proteins, my nutrients, mm -hmm. and things like that. Right. And I've also built up cortisol, which needs the exercise to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So your healthy gut depends on your good digestion, mm -hmm. good absorption, and good el elimination. Mm -hmm. Your healthy brain depends on the same things. Wow. Good digestion good absorption and good elimination. Mm -hmm. So when you don't have those, you're not getting important amino acids. Mm -hmm. And you have um, like a, a one main um, amino acid that I want to address is called tri uh, tryptophan. And tryptophan aids in the biosynthesis of proteins. And the body needs it to produce niacin, mm. which is needed to produce serotonin. And the chemical in the brain that affects our mood is serotonin. Mm -hmm. uh, serotonin gives you a, a sense of deeper relaxation, right. sleep, mm -hmm. um, uh, cognitive thinking, and a lot of uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then there's an amino acid called tyrosine. Mm -hmm. That's essential for the production of brain chemicals as well, called um, neurotransmitters, mm -hmm. including epinephrine and norepinephrine and dopamine. Okay, and then there's um, other um, amino acids that our body assimilates um, through eating um, meat products, soy products, nuts, dark leafy greens like spinach, uh, spirulina, and whole grains. So when you introduce those uh, organic whole foods to your diet, yes, you kind of um, enable the body to have those nutrients important for mental health. Wow. Then if you have a sick, what I call dirty uh, colon, mm -hmm. you're not going to absorb anything. So gut health is so important mm -hmm. in order to for absorption of those nutrients. So that's basically um, it to providing your mind with the things you need. You need amino acids for the brain. Mm -hmm. And when your colon is dirty, your absorption just goes, I mean, your nutrients go in and out with the waste. Wow. They never get absorbed by the blood. So that's why it's important to have a healthy gut. Mm -hmm. um, and there's foods that you can eat for a healthy gut. There are foods that you can eat to uh, make sure you get the amino acids from your diet. Mm -hmm. And they all work hand in hand yeah. for your first brain and your second brain. Which is the gut. <laughs> I'm learning that now. <laughs> Education is so valuable, isn't it? You know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you know, it's like it's almost like an awakening for mm -hmm. a lot of people. It's it's a real big holistic movement mm -hmm. that is happening today. Yeah. Um, since the pandemic, well, it's been happening for me mm -hmm. for years. Right. But a lot of people are moving towards um, holistic health. Mm -hmm. and learning how to use music, meditation, food as their medicine. Wow. Because you're so right, uh, Cassandra, when you go to the doctor for, let's say, depression, uh, they'll give you something for the symptoms, but then that's always an after effect for that, you know? So right. our bodies weren't designed. I just don't believe our bodies were designed for a lot of that. Um, I call it foreign things going into it, you know? Right, uh, because right. our body is designed right. to heal itself if we really think about it, you know, yes, how God it, created If it has the foundation mm -hmm. to heal itself, it's like you can give it all the medicines you want. Mm -hmm. you, and, and a lot of people can't even absorb the pharmaceutical medicines because of um, poor um, gut health. Mm -hmm. And so they become toxic. Yes. They become toxic with heavy metals, like um, even the prescription lithium for that is given out to schizophrenic patients or people with um, ADD, ADHD mm -hmm. um, health. Yes. Um, they become toxic with heavy metals. Wow. And so it's very important to cleanse your organs, your liver, your gut, your gallbladder, mm -hmm. um, all of those organs that help 
with the nutrient absorption. Yeah. Um, you need to get plenty of sunlight, which all of us lack because mm -hmm. of our jobs, mm -hmm. because of our lifestyles, mm -hmm. and because of all these clouds that just appear in the sky, <laughs> right. which I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> I wish but, um, I could have bottled up all the sunshine I had on vacation, but that's another thing. You know, let me start. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, just can yeah, you imagine how, how, you know, everyone knows how good they feel when they yeah. step out into sunshine. Yeah. Or when they yes. have multiple sunny days back to back to mm -hmm. back. Yes. It just lifts your spirit. Mm -hmm. It creates uh, vitamin D in mm -hmm. your body because that's where we get our vitamin D. I mean, exactly. they have supplements out here. Yeah. But nothing is as pure as get, getting natural sunlight, yes. having those uh, food, organic foods in your body mm -hmm. that help you to absorb the vitamin D because you need vitamin C, mm -hmm. you need calcium yes. and all of those things to even absorb the sunlight. Wow. You know, and then if you don't perform regular colon cleanses and liver cleanses and mm -hmm. gallbladder cleanses, a lot of people are burping, wow. um, passing gas, oh uh, feeling bloated after eating. Yeah. Your body is talking to you and telling mm -hmm. you, you need to do a cleanse. Mm -hmm. um, heavy metal cleanses come, you know, the signs that you have symptoms from that. Mm -hmm. Brain fog, mental illness. Wow. Um, uh, inflammation in your joints. There's a lot of things that mm. come from having heavy metals. Wow. Um, you can eat blueberries, mm. beets, um, green vegetables, like raw organic vegetables. Mm -hmm. There's a mushroom called shaga that comes off of the birch tree that's mm. good for you. Yeah. And the Bible says, let the um, herbs of the field and the leaves of the tree be your medicine, right? Mm. But I don't know how many of us do that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is our medicine. <laughs> yeah. Lemons are excellent. Lemon water. Yeah. Um, having garlic as a regular ingredient in your diet um, yeah. in a safe way where it doesn't mm -hmm. cause heartburn. Mm -hmm. um, ground flax, hemp, chia seeds. I mean, I could go yeah. on and on with um, natural things that yes. can aid the body in absorption. Wow. And I like how you take that holistic approach, even for... Um, our brain and that second mm -hmm. brain, you know, so it's the yes. gut, you yes. know. Because they are connected. They are you connected. Know? Yeah, right. We're not. Um, you can even do, like I did with my mom, you can mm -hmm. do Epsom salt baths for mm -hmm. heavy metals. Mm -hmm. That pulls a lot of um, acidity out of the joints. Mm -hmm. um, it can pull heavy metals out of the body. Wow. Um, it has magnesium in it, and mm -hmm. that calms the nervous system yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. And it also um, inhibits uh -huh. uh, certain um, hormones and things called neurotransmission. Wow. Um, so it does a lot of things, just the natural elements in mm -hmm. the earth. Yeah. And having, um, I take a nutrient called um, mineral rich, mm -hmm. and it has essential, like, it has like 72. 42 to 72, that's a big jump, but I can't remember the number, but it has a great deal of amino, I mean, um, mineral mm -hmm. elements in it. Yeah. And we need minerals, and our food in America is depleted of minerals. Wow. So it's, it's a good practice to take a mineral supplement. Mm -hmm. I don't say um, take iron so much. Mm -hmm. I say eat to get your iron. Yes. Unless you're just severely... Um, Anemic. Um, an anemic. Mm -hmm. But iron, you should be able to absorb that through your food if you have a healthy gut mm -hmm. and and don't have a blood loss. You know, we lose right. iron through a blood loss. Right. Wow. Because, yeah. Sandy, you grow your own food, basically, or what? Or pretty much. I try. I <laughs> no. try. I, um, I, grew, I, grew a, I grew a lot more now. Uh -huh. I used to only grow tomatoes and cucumbers. Right. But now I grow a whole big variety. I grow corn, I grow broccoli, wow. cabbage, yeah. green peppers, red peppers, uh, okra. Mm -hmm. um, wow. What else? Everything. So. I grow if, if it. If it has a seed, I grow it. Right. And I also save my seeds from yeah. my groceries. So. Yeah, you tell Because they're going to be the that. new gold one day. I tell everybody. I know. Save you your seeds. Because <laughs> it's seeds. hard to find food with mm -hmm. the seed inside itself. That's true. Did they do that on purpose? I wonder. You know that. Uh... Well, yeah. If you if you can't, whoever controls the seed controls society. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I can control you, I'm going to control your food because wow. you need food. Yes. Yeah, we need food. So really that's do. that's the way you control a population is mm-hmm. controlling the seed. Wow. It's not so much as a job. Mm-hmm. It's not so much as a race. Mm-hmm. Control that seed mm-hmm. and you control the population. Wow. I think we got a little bit of that when we saw the, in the pandemic when everything was totally shut down. I mean, those were the essential things going to the grocery, you know, store, yes. you know, to get the food, yes. you know. Yeah. So, wow. So let me ask you this, Cassandra. I, I could listen to you all day because you're so great. But how can others uh, from the audience and podcast land, how can they reach out to you? And, and if they want a consultation, uh, can you just share your information, if you don't mind, how yes. people could... Um. You can find me on the web at mm-hmm. Roots, R-O-O-T-S, 2-T-O, Happiness, H-A-P-P-I-N-E-S-S dot com. And um, once you're on my website, you can scroll through and look at what you're interested in. I do um, consultations, and after I have a consultation with you, that's when we can enter into the um, programs that I offer. Yes. So it's rootstohappiness.com. I love that. I love it. Because we got to get back to the roots to get to the... Get to the root of the problem. (laughs) Mental health, it has a root to it. That's true. Wow. Yes. Mental health has a root. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it can be situational, Mm -hmm. um, product of your environment, um, bad experiences. But I guarantee you, it all boils down to the gut Mm -hmm. of how you're handling it physically. And, you know, I think I think we had a uh, discussion about this one time before about how our young people aren't able to have their coping mechanism, you know, instead of trying to talk it out or or reason with someone, they're ready to take a gun and and shoot someone because they can't cope with things, you know. Right. Is that a stem from the mental illness, you think, or we don't know? I think it's a stem from the hormones. Okay. If you don't if you have too much cortisol in your Mm -hmm. body. Mm hmm and you're never eliminating it or getting rid of it. Wow. I mean, just imagine. It yes. puts that uh, flight or, or what is it, flight or fight? Flight. Mm-hmm. Most people feel intimidated or not going to feel intimidated by mm-hmm. fleeing. Right. So they'll fight. Wow. And you have that, if you don't have a spiritual connection as well mm-hmm. and know right from wrong right. or what to do mm-hmm. um, other than fight, Right. Other than a cry, mm. other than kill yourself. Um, if you don't have those proper decisions to make, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to kill, steal, destroy, do everything negative. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what poor health um, offers to our body yeah. is we don't get in touch with our spiritual side because yes. we're living in the physical Right. And that physical is out of whack. It sure is. <laughs> you hear it's something on whack. the news every day about somebody, you know, going to a school yeah. or going into, a, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Ooh. And there are research studies where mm-hmm. um, psychiatrists and uh, doctors are looking at gut health mm-hmm. and mental health combined. Yeah. Yes. So they're finding a new ways to treat them because look at how many people are committing suicide and they're on medication. Exactly. So they have linked the medication to a side effect Mm -hmm. may increase suicidal uh, thoughts. Wow. But those suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. are caused by a specific lack of enzymes, Mm -hmm. amino acids, Mm -hmm. and nutrition. Wow. uh, A lack of nutrition. Wow. So when you look at the root of that, Mm -hmm. and you take those patients and and do tests on them, like look at their heavy metal um, ratio, Mm -hmm. look at um, their hormone ratio, look at their enzymes, Mm -hmm. look at that, you'll find uh, nutritional uh, deficiencies in them. Wow, that's amazing. You even hear on the commercials how it solves one thing, like I think that one commercial about depression, and then they have, as you're talking with the music going on, it could cause, you know, uh, suicidal thoughts. You know, it's it's like, why would you want to give somebody that? (laughs) 
Why would you even take it? If, you exactly. Know, you know, you better off just being sad in the corner. Right. <laughs> you know, than taking that medicine and then wanting to shoot yourself. You exactly. know, and it's is, like yeah. it's better ways to Jeez. handle it because yes. we all have a purpose on this earth. Absolutely. And if you're feeling like killing yourself, then you're being defeated almost because you're saying you're worthless. Yeah. You're nothing. Jeez. And we know that we're not worthless. That's right. That's we right. know we mean something. If it's not if it's not to our family, mm -hmm. it's to strangers. That's right. So it's yes. like we all just have to seek that mm -hmm. purpose on this earth yes. and know that we are not worthless creatures. I know. We that's have divine right. purposes. Absolutely. You know? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you found yours because you're going to help thousands yeah. and millions of people because. You know, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So I'm just knowledge. so glad yeah. that, uh, yeah. and any upcoming, I know we went to a retreat this year. I know you're going to be talking about a retreat coming up in 2023. So yes, I got to get busy with that. I know. <laughs> I've phenomenal. been looking online for like locations to um, yeah. have my second one. Yeah. Um, I haven't found anything. I don't want it to be where they have to travel for three hours this time. Right. I want to kind of do it locally um, in the metro Detroit area. Okay. So hopefully I'll find something where people can um, have music therapy, mm. um, nutritional classes yes. and things like that all in one setting. Yes. So oh. just pray for me. And, yes. I know and if anyone cool. knows of good locations, you know, yeah. Uh, send it to me on Cass Read Facebook. Let me know. Yes. You know? Yes. Cassandra, this has been so informative. I tell you, you really ended this month uh, with great information. And I'll just let you close it with any uh, encouraging words for the listening audience and um, that they, they too can be uh, recovered from this mental state, right? You know? <laughs> well, a lot of times... Um, People don't believe they can make it through mental illness because like uh, Cynthia Mobley said, yeah, yeah. they don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I myself uh, came from a family like her mm -hmm. where everyone had emotional problems from the parents down to the children. Yes. Um, some of my siblings were, were diagnosed with schizophrenia, manic depressive, mm -hmm. addicted to drugs, yes. um, everything. Yeah. I, I I like to say I escaped. <laughs> you did. <laughs> but, you know, you can't help but be a product of your environment. But I was able to get coping skills. Yes. Um, nutrition, uh, nutritional good habits in my life. Yes. And learning to know that I don't have to escape from them. I just have to learn to deal with them. Yes. So a lot of times what we do with our family members is we abandon them. Mm -hmm. We don't abandon heart patients. We don't abandon diabetic patients. It's true. But we abandon our mentally ill relatives because of our lack of knowledge yes. and our lack of ability to deal with them. Mm -hmm. But Wow. I can truly say it's hard to get them to see what they need to get do to get help. Yeah. But you have to try to work with their doctors, work with them um, on the download by mm -hmm. having good dinners, you know, inviting that nutrition yeah. um, as much as you can without them making you mentally ill. Right, right. Because that's what would happen with our family. Um, I had a mentally ill sister that she loved to just argue, 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 or accuse, accuse, accuse. Yes. So most of the family abandoned her. Sure. Um, and we had mm. to try to keep in touch with her as much as she would allow us to, mm -hmm. to help her. Mm -hmm. And then I had um, family members that are addicted to drug and no one wants to be around a drug addicted mm -hmm. person because they steal. Yeah. And they're just not good to be around. Yes. But at the same time, they need our help. Yes. And a lot of times they're addicted to drug because of what that drug does for them is provide the stuff that they lacked in their gut. Mm -hmm. So they get this dopamine from the dope. <laughs> <laughs> and they feel good while they're high, you right. know? 
escapism, and, huh? Almost. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, it, it takes wow. a lot of prayer mm. and patience to mm. deal with family members that are going through that. Yeah. And I'd like to encourage um, young people that may be listening, you know, start your family off with a good nutritional um, habit of eating vegetables yeah. in their raw form, mm -hmm. um, getting sleep, getting yes. exercise. You know, you can, you don't have to be a product of your past just mm. because you have mentally ill people in your family. That's right. You know, you can turn it all around mm. by having a healthy gut yeah. and instituting a nutritional habit of eating good whole foods. Yes, wow. That is mm -hmm. such a great uh, advice that people could, don't have to live in what the past have you know, right. been. Mm -hmm. Go forward in, in the newness and learning to uh, understand how nutrition plays a valuable part in our lives, you know? It does. Yes. It does. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Cassandra. And again, reach out to this phenomenal woman, those that are listening, so that you can get more information. Um, again, it's rootstohappiness.com. And she can uh, help you and work with you to show you how you can have that second brain. Second <laughs> brain. <laughs> which is your gut. I'm learning something new. And you're new. always supposed to listen to the second brain for some reason. That's first. right. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You always but say, you know, stop and listen for your gut feelings. Oh, yeah. I've heard that so much. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you have gut feelings if you don't have a healthy gut? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's my, that's my uh, concept here. <laughs> I like it. I'll, we'll go with it. It makes sense too. It really does. Yes. So yes. Uh, reach out to her and uh, share your, your, your experience with her. I'm sure she can holistically help you uh, yes. with her services. That's her business. So, uh, again, um, we'll see you next week. Next week is going right. to be November already. So remember right. to go out and vote. Exercise your civic uh, duty. Let's go out. Um, do your research on your candidates and the different proposals and different uh, propositions. Do your homework and then go out and be um, educated and go out and vote. <clears throat> so don't forget that. But next month, let me just say this. You know, it's Thanksgiving. We're going to be talking about how we can be grateful and thankful even for the smallest thing and what that could do to our gut <laughs> or what it could do for our life, period. So uh, I will be having some guests coming on talking about how to have a, a grateful journal and different things that will help you get through this holiday season. And sometimes when we uh, have holiday come up, we, you know, we lost loved ones. Sometimes it's like a grief, but how you can go ahead and get through that uh, even with the holidays coming up. So be blessed until next week. Bye for now. All right. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thank you again, Cassandra. I appreciate you so much. My pleasure. Right. <laughs> Bye, my dear. Bye-bye. fresh coffee every day so thank you my dear for the coffee but grab your cup of coffee or perhaps you want tea orange juice or water and join in on the conversation mm. as we know november is uh, here welcome uh november uh and we know that thanksgiving is approaching us quite rapidly it'll be about three weeks i believe so with that, I want to just have us in a right mindset and a right attitude to appreciate what we're grateful for. So let's just listen to this very familiar and precious song to me. 
grateful by the Hawkins family, Walter Hawkins, the great late Walter Hawkins. And it is instrumental because I just want us to listen to the music, listen to, and think about what we're grateful for. So let's just listen to that for a little bit before we get into our, our episode here. grateful for today. A brand new day we've never seen before. There have been many of Wednesdays, but not a Wednesday like today. So let's be thankful for today. Someone didn't wake up today. Someone cannot rejoice and be happy in this day. So we're grateful for this brand new day. Sunshine, rain, snow, or whatever. It's a brand new day opportunity to express our love and our gratefulness to our loved ones, to ourselves, and of course to God. I know all of our lives are busy, but sometimes we just need to take time and say, you know what, I need to take a moment to stop and pause, enough to say thank you. I'm grateful for life. Thank you that I have eyes to see, ears to hear, a mouth to speak with, hands to raise uh, my hands to give them praise and glory. I have feet that I can be able to walk to get to my destinations. So we have so much, so much to be grateful for. So be grateful. thankful and know that you are blessed to say I'm here. So, I will list, let us listen to a little more of that, but I want to just talk a few minutes with my audience. First of all, I want to say I'm grateful for my audience. You don't have to stop by on Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern. Soon will be Eastern Standard Time. We'll be switching back from uh, Daylight Savings Time. But I'm grateful for you for listening in and, and welcoming me into your, your home, into your, your life, and my guests. So I'm just excited and grateful for that because you didn't have to stop by. You didn't have to look in. You didn't have to tune in. You didn't have to join the the conversation. As I always say, join the conversation. You know, during my research about being grateful and thankful, many experts believe that the negative or unhelpful thought pattern and cognitive distortion may contribute to some mental health conditions like depression and anxiety. And if you've been stay tuned to my episodes, I've been talking the last month about mental illness awareness. It's a real thing. It happened um, in our community and our society. And we need to talk about it and we need to be aware of it. So many experts reveal that when you have negative thoughts uh, and cognitive uh, distortion, that leads to depression and anxiety. And it also shows through my research that if we don't address these um, distortion, cognitive distortion, and these unhelpful thoughts, that um, we once we recognize it, that we can be able to identify and change our thinking patterns. And so they were saying that gratitude is a positive cognitive distortion. So instead of focusing on the adverse aspects of life or assuming the worst, expressing gratitude encourages you to redirect your attention to the people, places, and things and experience that make your life richer. And we can all say uh, we're here today. We have a brand new day. So we have an opportunity to express our gratitude. So I'm a proponent of always having a, I call it a gratitude journal. And I guess I started that probably during the pandemic, writing down my thoughts, writing down my, uh, my expression, my reflections of life. And it helped me to really appreciate, even when we were going through that, uh, 
pandemic, if we were going through the COVID and you hear all the negative news, I was able to pull out of that gratitude and appreciation for life, for my health and for my family's health. So I like to practice what I call a gratitude journal and that would help boost your mood, uh, your attitude, and especially when you express that gratitude to others. Now everybody says, oh, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, but how do you express your gratefulness? And let me just give you a couple of suggestions how I express my gratefulness to the people I love and even to strangers. So if the more we do it, the more we practice gratitude, it will help us. Uh, let me just talk about a few things. Uh, it could be a large gra- 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 gratefulness. It could be small, as small as a sunny day. I'm here in Michigan and of course the sun is out, but it's kind of brisk because we're in the fall season, right? But I'm grateful for this sun that's coming through. I'm grateful for the fresh smell of my coffee. I, I have my coffee in it and it smells so good and it does my body good in the morning, right? <laughs> but then even even something larger, I'm thankful and grateful for my health and my wellness. You know, I always say your health is your wealth. And so we're able to have eyes to see and ears to hear and hands to uh, to point to and express and feet to walk. That's gratefulness, you know. I have enough food to eat. And so some people are hungry. There's uh, homeless people out there. Have we thought about them? Have we prayed for them? Have we shared uh, a hand to them? You know, a home to live in. So many people are homeless, like I just mentioned earlier. And so we have a lot to be grateful for. And how you can express your gratefulness uh, to God, first of all, you know, you can give him praise and glory for for life, for strength, for health. And so he's the one, he's the giver of life. So we can always give praise to God. But it's also good to give uh, gratefulness to your family members. You know, sometimes you say, well, they know I love you. But something about those three words, I love you, is showing a heart of gratefulness. We have a practice here in my house. Uh, uh, I know the younger mother, my young grandson and my grand, young granddaughter, they like to be texted, but I still text them. I love you. Have a great day. But when I we face to face, I love you. Give me a hug. And we're just that kind of family. I tell my husband, I'm married of 51 years, I love you and get a kiss and a hug. And, <laughs> and he does the same because that's a way of expressing our gratitude towards one another. Can I just challenge you to, to, to do that today? Don't assume that they know because uh, you're providing food for them, providing shelter or whatever. Tell them those three words, and I'm sure that would do their hearts really good to say, I love you. What about your neighbors, your colleagues, your co-workers, anyone that's been a, a, a source of support for you? Uh, let me just say, give you about five ways of how you can show gratitude. Write a letter. I mentioned this before. I don't want that to be a, a lost art. I think I shared with you that um, I was at a conference in Orlando, Florida in August of this year. My husband and I attended a, uh, a conference, uh, the John Maxwell Conference, and I met so many great, wonderful people. Of course, we exchanged emails, we exchanged numbers, but there was one particular lady that was at my table uh, we were assigned at, and she said, Mary, can I have your home address? And I'm thinking, what do you need my home address for? You got my email, you got my phone, you know, and so... Um, I wasn't hesitant. Uh, first, I was hesitant, but then I went ahead and gave her my home address. And I said, I'll probably hear, never hear from her. You know, I'll email her and find out what's going on in her life after the conference. But surprisingly, two weeks after the conference, I received a wonderful postcard with a little letter inside with a little book about and words of encouragement. And I was so blessed by that. I wrote her a quick letter. And I, now I think we're pen pals. We write a letter at least once a month. And that's a way of showing I'm grateful for you being in my life. I'm glad that we met. So can I just write a letter, write a postcard. You know, with Christmas coming up, you know, a lot of people put their Christmas cards or maybe their Thanksgiving cards. Put a little note in there thinking about you, praying for you, love you, I miss you. Let's, let's schedule time together. And that way, that will be a way of showing your appreciation and your gratefulness. When you're in the presence of someone, be an active listener. 
that would show so much gratefulness because you're paying attention to them. You're giving you giving them your undivided attention. That's another way of saying I'm grateful. I'm listening to what you're saying. I, I can learn something from you. I'm, I'm interested in what you're saying to me. So be an active listener. So many times we can't wait till that person shut up so we can say what we want to say. And I'm still learning and practicing being an active listener because it helps me to uh, to be attentive. It helps me to be focused and it helps me to know that I'm grateful for what you're telling me. I'm listening to it. And sometimes you may not totally agree with what the person is sharing, but respect their their viewpoint and let them know that you you're grateful for what they're sharing with you. You know, sometimes it's just simply taking a, a mindful walk through your community or through the park that helps you to be grateful of nature just looking at the birds and the little squirrels aren't the squirrels going crazy this season (laughs) i don't know the little squirrels are just getting prepared for the for the winter and so uh we just could behold and look at the deers as we go through different parts in the in the park just appreciate that uh uh life appreciate that nature sometimes we can give a thoughtful gift have you ever say uh, the Bible say uh, give a gift in secret? And sometimes is that it doesn't have to be their birthday, it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day, it doesn't have to be anything special. But I'm thinking of you, I miss you, I love you, and just it, it doesn't have to be an expensive gift. It could be uh, like the woman gave me that little book uh, about 30 days of encouraging words. It was so thoughtful of her to do that, and I really and I read that even yet today from August. So, and then again, I always talk about that journal, grateful journal. Why don't you start something like that where you can actually write down what you are grateful for? Because I can promise you as life goes on, some days we're going to be down or we're not going to be always up in our spirit. And if you look at that grateful journal, it reminds you, yes, I remember when I received a, a gift unexpectedly and it'll bring joy in your heart. So sometimes um, it's not always going to be uh, cheery, cheery. Uh, uh. So when you look at that grateful journal, it brings you back to saying, I, I have so much to be grateful for. Another way that you can be grateful if you I know with post-pandemic uh, here, and it's still kind of going on. If you would go to the nursing homes and visit some people who wish they were in our shoes, where we can walk and talk, and they're there in their, in their bed, you know, and just give a, a, a word of encouragement to them, that would be, give so much gratefulness to them and to you, showing that you're showing love to someone, even a stranger. So offer your help, volunteer. You know, people are getting back somewhat in a routine. You can volunteer for the, uh, uh, giving out food if you like to do that. Uh, or maybe you can volunteer visiting someone in the hospital. If you would, I know I'm a chaplain as well. And so uh, a lot of times people will say, Mary, can you go visit my loved one in the hospital and pray with them? And so with the chaplain, you can go even after visiting hours. And I've done that. And it just, it was so much, uh, joy for that person that, that I prayed for and also for me that I'm, I'm rendering something to someone and helping someone so there's so many ways that you can show your gratefulness I would like for you to share with me on Facebook here how are you showing your gratefulness for this month of November and in fact I'll be having guests coming on next week where we'll be able to have them share what they're grateful for and how they show their gratefulness you know, it's nothing like showing love to someone else, even to a stranger. And you know, a smile can be like a million dollars when you give a person a smile. When you're walking in the grocery store and you greet someone with a smile, that can, you don't know what that person might have been going through. They might have heard a bad report or they heard of a loved one that's lost, uh, that died. And showing that person just doesn't have to say anything, uh, you know, just having um, a smile, just saying, you know, it's going to be all right. You know, you're going to get through this. And so you can show your gratefulness by expressing it to others. So that's just a little tidbit. I always say uh, 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 wisdom nuggets, wisdom nuggets for everyday living. And this is one so important to my heart because we come with Thanksgiving thinking, okay, we're going to get together with family members we might not have seen all year. But it's a time even before Thanksgiving that we can show our thankfulness and our gratefulness. And uh, it's just as easy as doing what you do every day, but just showing your, um, your that you're thankful, that you're grateful. Pass it forward. 
And I tell you that thankfulness and gratefulness is contagious, just like a smile. When you give one out, it's gonna, uh, you get it back and it's gonna keep multiplying and, and, and going out to the other people. So make sure you show your gratefulness today and make sure that you do it not on, as a uh, as an obligation, but because you have a heart to give and a heart to show your gratefulness and your thankfulness. And that's kind of it for today. I hope you got something out of this today. And I'm looking forward to hearing how you show your gratefulness and thankfulness. And perhaps I'll even have you on one of some upcoming episodes to express how grateful you are. So be thankful, be grateful, and know that you can show gratefulness even in the smallest way. It doesn't always have to be big and grander. You can show it in the smallest way. So have a blessed day. Enjoy your your day today. And show your gratefulness to a stranger, to your loved ones. And I'm sure they'll appreciate you even more. Be blessed until next week. I'll see you then. Bye for now. It's Dr. Mary Seegers, your host. Thank you.